Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Fairmount Plus. Hey there, After Buzzers. Welcome back to another episode of Homeland. Join us here as we break down tonight's episode for Season 6, Episode 2, here on After Buzz TV. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ah, uh, that ominous music. <laughs> yes. We all know why we're here tonight. Hey there, After Buzzers. We are here for Homeland, Season 6, Episode 2, Man in the Basement. I am Miriam Gonzalez. You can find me on Twitter at Miriam L. Gonzalez or on Instagram at Miriam G1. And joining me is my panel to the left. Hello, After Buzzers. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Rick Hong. Hey, hey, this is Leslie Corral. You can find me on Twitter at Leslie L. Pena or on Instagram at Leslie Face. Yeah, that's what's up. Awesome. <laughs> well, we're super excited and thank you guys all for following us here on AfterBuzz TV, for yes. commenting on YouTube, for rating, uh, rating and... Uh, you know, filling us in on what you guys think. I know, like, we're a new crew, and you guys have a lot to say, and we have a lot to say, and there's a lot to be said. So, thank you for bearing with us. And keep sending your thoughts. We want to hear them. Yeah, Lots I mean, absolutely. So we can gain. In the comments below. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, sometimes we catch things, sometimes we miss things, and that's the whole point of interacting. So we can interact with you guys, and you can tell us what you think about the episode as we break it down, and, and you know... We're all interacting here. So, let's get in it. Tonight's episode of Homeland. Super exciting. I thought I I thought it was a very intriguing episode. I enjoyed it a little more than the premiere. What do you guys think? Yeah, I did too. Okay. Did, yeah. What exactly stood out to you? Well, there was a lot of revelations that lot, yep. happened um both within um what Carrie's doing and um you know what Conlan was doing and what Dardal's up to. So yeah, we kind of get a, be- a bigger picture of how she kind of gets thrown back with Saul and like that little teaser between her and Dar that like they have this confrontation. It's like, why are they having a confrontation if she's covering something completely different than he is? I, I you know, and we're, we're going to dive big... into the episode yeah. slowly yeah. but surely and, and get into these points. But the one question as as I got to the end of the episode was. Who's playing who? Yeah. Who's playing who in, you know, when it comes to these these characters? I mean, it's almost like it's this giant chess match. And they, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And they all are like these pawns and somebody's got to, it's like if, if Dar plays Saul against mm-hmm. Carrie, Carrie plays Saul against Dar. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay, well, can <laughs> let's I, rewind. Can, can we jump into the, I think what I thought was the biggest reveal which is Carrie advising the president-elect. Okay. That's what I felt. I was like, you know, Saul comes in and talks to her, and he's like, are you... At first, I was like, what is he accusing her? I felt like Carrie. And he, I was like, what is what is he accusing her of? And then when he, I was like, you're 
crazy Saul. She doesn't even know her. That's what I was thinking in my head. And then... Of course she knows her. Let it be known later. Yeah, she's in her ear, which is kind of like... I liked it because... I thought it was a cool way to bring her back into her world. Sometimes it feels like they're forcing it back when she's trying to step away, but this was like, I feel like I really enjoyed that little reveal. Yeah, it's, like the, it's like, yeah, it's like the Godfather 3. Just when I thought I was out, they bring me back in. <laughs> exactly. You know, and there she goes. And that's why I was asking, who's playing who? Um, you have Saul asking if she's in the president-elect's ear. And then you have uh, Daradal you know, wondering the same thing as we see the meeting at the end. But he knows now. I think that they're they're planting Carrie to be in her he, in. I think Dara now. Okay, me, what do you? Think? I think Dara is planting Carrie to be in Madam President Elect's ear, so that way he can get his way with Saul. When it comes to the Israelis, like it's like a back like a back door to manipulation. I disagree. I actually feel like. He's now that he knows he's gonna try to angle it to his advantage, but Carrie never does anything. Half the time she doesn't agree with Dara Doll, and I feel like I don't see them working together on this. And if he planted her, I feel like she's basically advising the president elect the stuff he's not necessarily maybe he'll angle it but I don't I don't buy that. It's I like, don't it's think like that's that weird it. dynamic, you know. It's always you see you see you know like there's like that weird father-daughter relationship between Saul and Carrie. And, you know, but they always, in the, in the end, some... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Weird backwards way, they ended up like being a tag team. And that's kind of the way that I look at it is, is that that's what she's setting him up to do is like be like, okay, I'm going to like tag team with this guy. And, uh, you know, we're going to we're going to get our agenda done. See, and that's what I think. It's not that Dara, it's not that Dara is, is planting Carrie. I think that she he's playing on the fact that Carrie is Saul's weak spot and vice versa. So like if Carrie says to Saul, "Oh, I think that you should do this," then that might happen. So like for instance, when when Carrie was in in Madam President Elect's office and, you know, they're saying that Dar and Saul are like the the CIA kind of enemy type. We should watch for them. It's like, well, you know what? This is Saul's baby. Right. He's not the one you should be worried about. So he's the most trustworthy in this situation. I, I agree because with it, that. Was a, it was yeah. his agenda from the get go that exactly. he wanted to try to exit, like to get to get through or push through. Exactly. And now it's his like that. Now it's his like uh, there it is for you. So exactly. So knowing that this needed to all come into play, it's almost as if. Because you could see it when when Dar and Saul meet at the end, the smirk on Dar's face. He's got the photographs of him having him saying to Dar, "Like, look, you're going to Abu Dhabi to go onto this, you know, this operation." It's almost as if he planned it. I just don't think that this was the outcome that Dara Dahl wanted. I don't. I don't know. I don't agree with that. I do think though that he's going to try to play them against each other. But then I'm holding. 
I'm hoping for the end of the season, Carrie and Saul figure it out. And tag then, team. Then tag, tag team. team. Yep, that's Saul. right. But kind of slip sideways. I'm, I don't know. So far, I really like the president-elect. And I really like that she has Carrie as an advisor. Because I feel like that's someone you should, I don't know, Carrie's been through the thick and the worst and the best of the CIA. And that's someone you do want advising you and, like, giving you the insight. Like, oh, yeah, you need to trust this person or don't listen to that guy. And I don't know. I really like that. I'm rooting for her. And um, hoping Dara Doll something just blows in his face. Hopefully, at some yeah. point, yes. <laughs> I mean, inevitably something will, at least we hope. But, uh, you know, as, as we have said, Carrie, of course, keeps getting pulled back into this whole CIA thing. Because even though they're asking, are you advising, you know, Madam mm-hmm. President-elect, you know, will you be the one that's on the ground for us? She's still fighting it. She doesn't want to do it. No. You but know, she has her, her patriotic duty to the new president. But she's also, I think her her resistance against wanting to be in the CIA is the fact that she wants to be more a part of Franny's life. Can we touch, like, when you, I mean, it was a nice actual scene, like, in the beginning to see her have, like, to hear actually have Franny say something and to see a different expression on her face that's not one of, like, like, just despair or, like, anger or her mm-hmm. crying. Like, she's actually, like, smiling and, like, hey! And I was just like, I was, like that's a nice, yeah, I was like, that's a nice side of Carrie that I liked seeing. And then contrast to by the end of the day, I was like, who tucked Franny in? Like, who sent <laughs> her? Was it the lady that, like, gave her a ride? Was it, was it Max, the friend Max? that was there, like, looking know. over her? Uh, yeah, and by Peter. the way, at, towards the end of the episode, I was like, man, like, if Carrie is going to be the the mom who doesn't, you know, see her daughter go tonight, she had a busy day, though. She was in court. She met with a client. She met with the president. She met with Saul. And then she, like, caught the guy that's supposed to be an informant. Like, man, was she busy? Like, I almost, I'm like, well, she had a lot of work to do today. Mama couldn't do this. I don't know. And, and I think, you know, n- I think I'm on the right path. Please let us know what you guys think. You know, comment, chat with us, tweet yes, at us. for sure. You know, interact with us. We want to know. Um, you know, I think that her pulling away and pulling out of the CIA, the reason why we see the despair in Franny's face, the reason why we see um, a lack of interaction is because Carrie has always been so busy. And here she is trying to get out of this and have more of a normal life so she can spend more time with her child. You know, we see that that Fran draws this picture and, you know, Carrie sees it. She's like, I, lo- I love it. I'm sorry I wasn't here. Tomorrow I will be. So she's trying to but make... But will she, though? That's the hope. <laughs> that's the hope. She needs that's to find a baby daddy. And one that's not a traitor. I mean, she had one last season, and then she was like, no. Oh, I he was never right for her I anyways. I mean, he was, I don't know. Um, so then there's the man in the basement. Quinn. This episode. Yeah, Quinn. Um, I, oh, I felt like I understood what Quinn was saying at the end when he was like, you saved me. And then she was like, yeah. And he's like, Why? It's like, okay. I mean, this is his Bef- life now. Before we get into all that, let's rewind to the beginning of the episode and mm-hmm. to where okay. Quinn is at now and to how he wound up to where he is at the end of the episode. So we find Quinn at the beginning of the episode um, listening to radical, radical extreme political talk radio, like the kind where... Felt um, by Rush Limbaugh. No, I think it was a little bit more extreme because I, <laughs> wor- I work in that you know environment, and yes, it's extreme. But I'm talking like extreme, like I need a little like uh, <laughs> a foil helmet, okay, and an antenna. 
Well, no, it makes you, you know, it kind of circles back too to like the beginning. Why do you think he was listening to that though? Is because um, he's angry? Noise or no, no, no. He's, he's absorbing he's, it. He's, he's angry. He's angry because he did all this stuff for the government, and the government just kind of abandoned him. You think so? Yeah, like they just abandoned him, you know, and like now he's like in this like dark, you know, he's like in this like dark dungeon of a place. Nobody cares about him. Like and there's no one looking after him, and he's done like all these like crazy behind the scenes missions, and so he's pissed. He's pissed off, and so like he's like so he wants to listen to the next voice that's sitting there saying "screw America" or like there's this big conspiracy or there's this propaganda against America, and because like he's he's angry. I have another take. I don't think that he's angry. I feel like he feels empty and that's why, you know, I went back to that question. I don't think, he, he never saw, he seemed like someone who felt like the government owed him anything. He kind of was just doing it and so I feel like now he's empty. He's like, I would have rather died in that gas chamber. What is this life I'm living? It's almost just like he's trying to zone out his life. I don't think he's angry. I think he's kind of just empty. Well, you have to also remember, and and we're going to continue on this conversation because this is a good one. You have to also remember at this point when he's listening to all of this propaganda and all this controversial radical uh, talk radio, um, he at this point has not seen the video of him in this gas chamber. So we don't know in his mind what he truly remembers of this moment. So what exactly, I mean, does he really feel alone? Does he really feel abandoned? Tell us what you guys think. Tweet at us. You can tweet at me, Miriam L. Gonzalez. You can tweet at Rick. What's Quinn thinking? What's in his head? You can tweet at Leslie. We want your ideas. Yes. And think think about the bigger part of the story, too, like how they're going to want to try to wrap up like, you know, the final seasons, you know, because this started with a guy that was a traitor to America. Was he? Wasn't he? And now you have a guy that's done a lot of stuff for America behind the scenes. He's gone through some damage. That's that's my that's kind of like my further, further prediction on right. the whole series. We will get Actually, into predictions. No, that's, that's that. more the series. That's more no, the series, saying, not, okay. not you, the season. Let's not get into predictions just yet. Let's stick to the episode. You saying that, though, brought me to... Uh, another idea I have, but I'm going to save this for afterwards. Yeah, talking well, with about Quinn because I liked the little moment him and Carrie had at the end because he's been mean to her, kind of like what um, Max said. He's been an asshole, and they kind of had like he finally talked to her at the end of the episode. He was refusing to even speak to her, and I liked that. Well, they, he saw her cry, her vulnerability, like she, you are affecting her deeply. Well, before before he even gets to that point. We see that earlier in the episode, once he's listening to this this radicalness, she gets she gets Franny out of the house, mm-hmm. you know, and and Franny goes to a friend's, you know, hang out with the you know playdate for the day or for the week, and, that, and now she owes the other mom or for the weekend. Now she owes the other mom a playdate, and um, you know, and it's the fact that that Quinn now needs some attention. He needs someone to take care of him. And, and but he doesn't want that. It's, he doesn't like want it, but he needs it. it. And because because he's also because it's like she's worried about his his, uh, his, his, his seizures. His, well, his well being, his convulsing. Yeah. You know, and and we see that when once she calls Max to come and see him, the she's only concerned when she opens up the paper bag of medications. It's not one or two pill bo- pill bottles. There's like twelve to fifteen of them, so it seemed at least she only wants him to take the seizure ones. Though, yes, at, to start. Pressing. To start the seizure one, you know what I mean. So you got to figure, and we we see him when you know after she leaves and Max comes up and and you know addresses him to. By the 
the way, did I don't know, it made me laugh. He was like, I need food. I'm like, is Carrie not feeding him? What's going on? I, that was kind of bizarre. Maybe he just doesn't like the stuff that she's bringing him. I looked at that plate, and I was like, dude, I don't know if I'd want to eat that either. Maybe he I wants, don't know. like, that maybe kind of made me laugh for a second. He wants fast think, food. I think for him, he's in this, this situation where, first of all, she's locking him in the basement out of trust issues. She doesn't know if he's going to, you know, fly off the handle. Or, you know, disappear in the middle of the he night. He's a child in the house. You know, tr- yeah, right. For many reasons, you know. And he's got trust issues, you know, when he's been in other locations. So you got to figure, if, if you're on lockdown and what do they tell you to have? Canned foods. Canned foods you can trust. Like if, if you're in a hurricane, if you're in an earthquake, if there's some sort of detrimental situation. I, well, canned I think, foods I think, are going think, to be no, on the safer side. Well, no, like I think it's not, I don't think about safety. It's more just like what stores. Like in an earthquake, like what stores? Yeah, like you, you don't you don't have a refrigerator. It. I but but no, but it's about storing it. It's more about storing it than it's you trusting think so? it. Yeah, it's like I mean, I'll eat I'll eat old. I mean, I don't eat that much canned food, but but like but if like, someone if someone if if someone brought me a plate of food right now, I there could be a chance there could be a fifty fifty chance that somebody put something in it. If you bring me a can and I open the can right then and there, okay, I see the point now. Like there's there's less chance. Yeah, but that at the same time, if you're talking about like your appetite and what's appetizing, if someone brings you a can, you no, know, I'm not like, talking about appetizing. I'm yeah, talking that's why he says he's hungry. I'm that's talking why he about hungry. Do you think at this point he didn't trust Carrie? I don't think he trusts anybody. He doesn't trust himself. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying a nice sandwich would be much better than bringing me a piece of canned tuna. He's been living in a different lifestyle than so. than the average person, though. Okay. And then what about him throwing the mug through the through the door first thing in the morning? I mean, he's off. His, he's like not altogether with it. Yeah, he's angry. No, he's angry. I, he's delusional. I think he specifically had something towards Carrie though, because when Max comes down, he kind of talks to him pretty pretty quickly. And then I don't know. I feel like something, and maybe I'm not reading it enough, but something happened to Quinn this episode. He started the episode not even vo- verbalizing anything towards Carrie. He talked to Max, so obviously he can. He just was had something, like he said, there was something about Carrie that was getting a weird reaction from him. And but by the end of the episode, he's talking to Carrie. And I at, feel at the like same time, too, Max doesn't. Max doesn't also doesn't know about that letter. The love, the you know, the the love letter. He doesn't know about that either. Well, yeah. So that's why he's like saying is like there's there's something up. Is there some sort of sexual tension? Do you guys have sex? Did you like is there something I don't know? No, there's definitely you know it's, it's obvious there's something weird between the two of them. Max naturally doesn't know what it is, but there's you know there's something there, and it's the fact that you know like when when Quinn has the seizure at the grocery store, he doesn't want uh, Carrie to find out about it. We said this last week. She, he doesn't want him. He doesn't want Carrie to see him at his worst, and it's yeah. inevitable right now. Yeah, I'm really happy though that they got to the point where they're talking at the end, at least talking. Because as a fan, I feel like I'm. It's only been two episodes, but I'm already kind of like I don't want to keep seeing Quinn so low. It makes me sad. Like I don't him stumbling through the grocery store holding the beers again reminded me when he was holding the beer and got robbed. I was like, I don't want to see this. Like I really want him to. But I mean, but that's but that's like the thing. He can have like emotional issues, but physically, I don't want him. I don't want to see him in that state anymore. It's sad. Yeah, but he went through a stroke. You, if you go through a stroke, I mean, there, no, I it takes, it. logistically, it'll take, um, it takes a lot of fan on the show. I'm sure. hoping he no, goes no, through no, it. No, 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 right, right. Yeah, we want, we want like, to see him be an assassin again, but. Not necessarily assassin, but not like drooling on himself, pissing on himself, crapping taking in a the shower. hallway of a bodega. 
you know, it's just hard to watch. I don't, I don't enjoy it. I'm hoping he gets better and he just has to deal with emotional issues and trust issues. That's okay. That's what I'm hoping. Time will tell. <laughs> Time will tell. I mean, of course, if, if, if things happened so easily that way, we wouldn't have a show. But he's going through the trenches right now and he, you know, is really going through a difficult time. And the fact that he doesn't, he, he, up until this point, he hasn't want to see what has happened to him. And the fact that now he has expressed a curiosity with Carrie to sit there and watch that video was really a hard thing to do. I think it, it was a breakthrough. Well, here's my question. It's yeah. like for both of you guys, I mean, like both of you ladies, would, if you knew that you went through an experience like that, would you want to see it or would you not? No, not at first. I agree, not at first, but then eventually, yes. Uh, fans, what about you guys? Yeah. Me, I, you know, I don't. That one, that one's really, really hard because I'm always the guy like that. You know, curiosity killed the cat, but I am that cat all the time. But at the same time, and it's like I don't know if you want to know like those like you want to see those images and like open up another whole you know closet there's of skeletons. Rec- there's a record of it already online. It's already been viewed by so many millions. I would just rip the bandaid and yeah, just do it. I think it'll be good for him. I don't know. I'm hoping. Well, we'll it could see. go one of two ways. I mean, you see something like that, and it can make you spiral worse. No, I think I don't yes. know. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna root for him to keep getting better. Or he gets a better want, idea of why he's where he's at. I'm like still saying, oh man, I got when, I got fucked up. Yeah, you know, and it's just like that's why I'm such like in bad shape, and I got to get myself back into shape, yeah. and get myself back on my game, and stop feeling sorry for myself and do something. Yeah. I'm still hoping him and Carrie get together at the end of the season. I'm still shipping them. I want to see that happen. <laughs> we will get into predictions. That's why I want him to get better. We will get into predictions in just a little bit. We still have more to this episode. Um, you can always go to iTunes, download us, rate us, tell us what you think. You can watch us now as we're streaming here on YouTube for this lovely season six of Homeland. We're on episode two tonight. Uh, yes. Man in the Basement. Oh, Something totally unrelated. So they had intros this episode. They didn't have one last episode. What do you mean? They had a theme. Okay. You know, you should, no, you'll, you usually know, usually like you see the like the, the intro has like kind of like sound you know, of sound bites from like that episode uh, from that season, and it's like last bah, episode bah, it just started like, with like, the title Homeland, but this one actually had a theme, which was kind of exciting to see, and um, that and, foreshadows like the whole season. Yes, kind of. and I noticed that in the theme they this, and I don't know if I'm wrong, but I believe that this is the first time they used like fake politicians in it because they used mm. a clip from the president-elect and the theme was in the past they used clips from Barack Obama Hillary Clinton right this one they actually it's kind of like they're stepping away because before I feel like they wanted it to be like they're still living in the real world but now they're stepping away from it and they are including fictional characters in the opening theme which I thought was I thought that was interesting well I think it's a smart thing to do especially right now um, people this is homeland people don't want to hear or see political opinions. I mean, but that's in kind television. of been the start of when it's. I mean, that's why they included it. At the, I just think it's interesting that this is the first season that they've stepped away from that. Um, and maybe it is because they're going to deal directly with the White House this season. Um, right, like she's finally back yeah. in the states. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, and, like, I mean, okay, she's not abroad point, anymore. Every time they referred to the president, we never saw them on camera. So yeah. you know, or the secretary. But now it's going to be more. I don't know. I, as a fan, I thought that was kind of cool. So here's my question. So what was what did you ladies think of the mislead? Because like last week when we saw like the the highlights, it looked like you know there was some sort of conspiracy, something weird was going to go on Pete, Pete uh, with Quinn in terms of like is someone chasing him? Mm-hmm. You know, doing whatever. And 
and then we find out like that blurry figure is just somebody like in a grocery aisle, and like that broken, you know, the broken glass thing was just like him throwing something at Carrie. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting, but when we get into predictions, we can definitely get into all of that. Well, that, no, that, that was this season. Like, that was like this episode. I was, just, I was just trying to say, like, what did you guys think of like that mislead? I actually didn't mean I didn't make that connection that that was the scene from the. Preview. Yeah, it was from the preview. Because like, we were that. talking about That's who was good. this mysterious figure or like whatever that might be going after Quinn. And then like... It was this, Max. But yeah, there's what I'm saying. So like, did you guys have an opinion to be like, oh, it was nothing? No, it was just Max watching over him, which is what Max's intention of this... Was, Max's intention this entire episode was to make sure that Quentin doesn't get into any trouble while so Carrie you don't, was away. So you actually away. didn't think about the... Like it was like the mislead from like last episode from the... the well, I used to remember... When it, when it like when they were showing like, the highlights of saying like and you know the next episode is going to be this I still think that's I still think that that's a possibility okay okay that that's what I was getting to yeah yeah so a big thing this episode was a couple of revelations was with the Seku case as well um, huge and, revelations yes yeah, so not only was his friend an informant and set him up hmm. but even further that guy Conlon the prosecutor like. Not just like, oh, this guy was, let's try to bait him. It's like, no, they, like, really pushed it. Like, it's it's gotten from, like, now I'm like, man, this is unfair to, like, man, this is effed up. Like Seven they, years in prison. That's the first offer. Yeah. Like, for this kid who was completely entrapped, did nothing wrong. It's sad. It sucks. Well, uh... And then the whole thing I kept thinking was in the in- interrogation. It was like, they're going to make him into a terrorist. That's what they're doing. Like, essentially pushing him towards that. Because now, like, his government is conspiring against him to set him up for something he never did. It's terrible. That it is. Um, well, we've we've come to find that uh, Sekou, his, um, his, his partner in crime... Saad, his buddy Saad... Who's Tyrone not, not Banks so much Jr.? A buddy. Yeah, Tyrone Banks Jr. Yes, um, with friends like was that. actually an informant for the FBI. Yeah, and the guy, you know, was also seeing his sister on the side behind his back. So this guy was really a piece of work. He was actually in jail prior to the situation, um, you know, for being involved with a gang in Pittsburgh. And, you know, uh, is it Conlon? Conlon? Yeah, Agent Conlon. Agent Conlon really just took advantage of the fact that he has a Pakistani background, that he's half Pakistan. He took it to his advantage because he said to to Carrie, he goes, look, you know, he told me that being in in the drug situation is minimal. It's like nothing. It's not a big deal. We want want this. We don't want that. Exactly. So if he can rope him into the situation where he can start framing people... Which is what he's doing. Because he said to, to Conlon, he goes, you know, Sekou is not a terrorist. And she's, he says this to Carrie. I think it's interesting because we made the prediction last week that Conlon is not a good guy. And we're seeing that. And I think we're going to see more and more of that un- unravel. I mean, clearly. So obviously, I mean, he must have just spotted Sekou online. And he's like, okay, well, let me send someone in to entrap him and make him into a terrorist so that we can put him behind bars before he ever does anything. I'm guessing this is Conlon's thinking, but at the same time, it's like, you know, or this is just a kid online and you're ruining his whole life based on some wild assumption that he's going to do something into the future. It's just, it's very, it's like, um, it's preemptive. It's almost, I don't know. I felt like there's a lot of like metaphors there as far as like, you know, with war actions that, you know, sometimes the government or the U.S. takes going into other places and then you set off worse. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of all of this, Seku ends up being a terrorist because it's like 
you know, you have this country that's actively like setting setting it setting you up. You know, to be a villain. Not this, I don't think it's necessarily the country; it's individuals within yeah, these government that's agencies. How he's gonna, it, that's how he's going to see it. You know, he already. It's has. like if you can't if, because of the whole thing is like if you can't trust one arm, why would you trust the rest? Exactly. Um, by the way, I um, I really loved that after you know they sent down the court order that they couldn't you know um, approach the witness and um, that other lawyer guy was telling Carrie you know we can't do anything about it. I was like, well, you don't know Carrie. Carrie makes a career of breaking the rules, and so when she, <laughs> you know what I mean. Sure. So when she um, you know got um, Seiko's sister and confronted that, I was like, that's right, Carrie. You confront him and get the truth out. I just thought it was really sad because uh, you know the the fact that they. They planted this five thousand dollars, and and it was all in hopes that he, he used. He hoped that he was going to use it for his trip to you know go see his dad. You know, his sister and his mother have no clue about the five thousand dollars. You know, and and them going and saying making it that he's going to use it for something else. Just it's it's really sad that they're setting him up. Yeah, you know they're they're going to ruin this poor kid's future, and all he was was just really passionate, and we see that. Well, he's like he said, he's just like I haven't been able to go to that country in like fourteen years, and so like they're finally like the floodgates are open for us. From like he's just like I'm. Go-, he's like not only am I going, but I'm going with my mom and my sister. Yeah, they just, he just wants to go see his parents. Yeah, his yeah, yeah, he yeah, saw dead. the money as a gift and opportunity ended up being a Trojan horse because yeah, yeah. it's what you know ended up being evidence against him. Yeah. for all these um, charges. So, oh man. I don't know. Do you think, um, I mean, what do you guys think is going to ha- I mean, like I'm saying, I feel like they're setting it up for, like, if he doesn't get released, which, I, I mean, that's going to be too much of an easy fix, that he's going to end up going down a dark path because he's angry, he was already angry, or, I don't know, what do you guys think is going to happen to him? Well, let's get into some predictions. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Since we're heading in that direction. We got some special effects. I love it. We're just so eager to, to guess on what's going to happen next. Um, we want to know your predictions. Go on to iTunes. Download us. Rate us. I'm checking on my phone. You know, right go on tweet to us. the Twitter. Tweet at us. You can also go on to this YouTube feed right below. We've been checking. We've been chatting. Yeah. I know Rick's been chatting. Yeah, 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 sure. Well, so my prediction is uh, it's it, it, it happened in this episode because I was like, when are, going to see, when are we going to see Crying Carrie? And we saw it at the end of this episode. We finally saw it. I was like, dude, get your beer, open it up, and drink it because we finally saw the crying carry that I've been like waiting to see she teased it in you know throughout the episode and she finally like broke down and I was like I there it. it is her signature carry I was like I can't wait crying carry okay and this is just me being a weirdo but when she was crying and then they shot to Quinn's face he kind of was like <laughs> I don't it made me laugh I was like he's I don't know he's reacting to her crying face but I mean it's not really but in my head I was like he's reacting to her crying face anyway it was a great moment what else you, what else do you guys have to predict you go, you go okay, okay so there's a lot so um with Quinn, like I said, I'm hoping he has a speedy recovery as far as his physical condition. I'm guessing that's not going to happen um, so quickly. I think he's going to get himself cleaned up as far as, like, he's going to start taking showers. Right? Mm-hmm. Taking showers, it seems like he Let's still hope. hasn't. Let's hope. But he hasn't. He's going to shower and he's going to shave. I think he's going to get paranoid, though, because, like you said, I, I think you're right as far as the whole can thing. Like, he doesn't trust anyone. Um, and... Just because, though, we, the preview for last week showed that this was just, like, oh, an incident in the grocery store, that doesn't mean he isn't going to start getting suspicious of, like, people around them and maybe start... I still think what we said last week as far as, like, he's going to do something that's going to get Carrie's daughter in trouble. I still think that's going to happen somewhere down the line. Oh, poor, poor sweet Franny. Poor sweet Franny is going to happen. Um, 
I don't know. This is just me again, the shipper inside. I secretly want to see them hook up at some point this season. Just like when Carrie's like acting crazy and he's acting crazy. Because we haven't seen that yet, besides that one kiss way back two seasons ago. She's, she's going to give him pity sex. That's what's going to happen. Or maybe he'll give her pity sex because she's crying and she has Carrie face. Give her, finally, finally give her a, a legit <laughs> baby daddy or somewhat legit baby daddy. Um, yeah, I think Carrie and that lawyer guy that she's working with are going to butt heads because he's going to know how she operates now and now it's outside this, the scope of the law often. Um, I think, um, I don't know, I really liked seeing the sister, psycho sister this season. I kind of would like it if they, I don't know, do something with her and not just ignore her again. Right, just kind of bring her as a pa- Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, like, let's... Like a one-note character. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see her get fleshed out a little bit more. Um, and then, um, so with the president and the whole Dardal thing, I don't know. I don't, that situation is still so tangled. I'm not sure yet. I can't... You know, I, I mean, I agree with you ladies. I think we're going to find out how evil Agent Conlon, like, really is. Because, mm-hmm. like, the whole time the, the guy Saad, when he was talking to Carrie and the sister mm-hmm. in the parking lot, he's just like, you don't know who you're messing with. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He was, like, so fearful, even though he doesn't really know Carrie's background and how badass yeah. she is, too. But for the moment so, when she was like, how many years? Weren't you expecting him to say, like, a big amount of years? And he was, like, five. And then I was like, mm, you're doing all I, this I wouldn't. I mean, if someone years? put you in prison, though, how long would you last? Five years is a lot I know, but he people. was already rolling with that gang. I mean, I feel like you do take that risk. I don't know. But if someone gives you, but if someone comes in and says, "Hey, Five you, can, you can get out," it's, I don't want to sound mean, but it kind of seems like it was kind of like weak. Like really, Dude, like you. I would, I would rat out, out everybody to get out of jail. That's that's the way that I would oh, operate. He was also the snitch. When you're the snitch, you're also the bitch in prison. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. I don't. I was just like, and that I mean, can mean all kinds of things. You know that teardrop tattoo? Yeah. Everyone thinks. <laughs> It's cool. You know the actual meaning of that is? Yeah. It doesn't mean that you killed someone. It means that you're someone's... Oh, my gosh. ...in prison. Okay. People do your research before you mark up your body. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any other predictions before? Uh, you know, I mean, I like, I'd be interested to see how this, this whole thing... I mean, you know, it kind of goes into your segue, I think, of like, you know, like, are we gonna, how we're going to see how like, the, the whole triangle unravels between Dara Doll and Saul and, uh, you know, and that's you. And that's, and that's yeah, you now. You're in my head. You're in my head, Rick. Oh, okay. So this isn't a prediction, sorry. Okay. But I wanted to make this observation because it's something that you said earlier made me think. Okay, so we started the show off with, you know, a U.S. Army, um, or I don't remember what he was, Marine, coming back you know, and he was the terrorist, right? But nobody, like, even gave him a second glance because, okay, you know, he's white, he's clean cut, he's a veteran, he's a hero, he went into politics. But he was in some deep, you know, some heavy shit. Whereas, like, now you have this young kid who's black, he has, like, bad circumstances around him, but without him doing anything, he's already in locked up facing at a minimum seven years. Yeah, that's a first offer. Yes, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like that was... I don't know. It's a nice contrast to see, like, just... And it's true. And I feel like the show does often, like, you know, use storylines for, like, social commentary that, like, you see how differently they're treated. Like, someone, obviously, um, knee-deep in, still given so much of the benefit of the doubt, as opposed to someone who hasn't done anything wrong, only has a little bit of, you know, shady circumstances around him, but yet is given the worst treatment. I feel like that says a lot about, like, you know, how the state of, like, you know... The system is still in the country. Prejudices. So your prediction? All right. Let's let's wind up or wrap up the predictions. Um, okay. So Dara Dahl is definitely playing 
the whole Carrie Saul thing. I didn't see that one coming, so I'm, I'm <laughs> eager to see it now. And the Madam President situation. So we know that Dara doll has been having these private meetings behind everyone's back. Because he's evil. He is. <laughs> um, and it's it's he's been having the meetings with Israelis, and it's all based on, you know, the Iranians um, cheating the nuclear deal, or so he says. So we were we're going to find out. Um, I think he's been he's planting the seeds to get things his way. So wait, so when do you, when do you think which episode do you think just episode wise which episode do you think we see that confrontation between Dara Dahl and Carrie? Mm, How many more episodes? I say probably like three down the line. Okay, all okay. right. About so that three. would be episode what episode. Uh, we're in two, so like episode, episode five. five. Episode I can't do five. my math. And, and so, question, though. Okay, so he's playing everyone. Obviously, he has someone in, because how did he get those photographs? Right. Do you think that's going to be a thing? And if so, like, who does he have inside the White House that's like well, you said she, he's feeding in him with, he's, he's, he's in cahoots with the president, no? That, that's what you're important. That's why, because that's like, those are like White no, House no, pictures. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Dar Dahl is not he's in truth with the president. He has someone within, but it's not with the president. He's the one that nobody should trust. It was the guy on the couch. The, no, 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 no. It's not What's Rob. What's his name? No, okay. His name oh. is Rob. Rob, okay. And he's, he's like one of the advisors but to Madam President. Know, I don't like him. I don't know why. He's just like one of her minions. I like the president, but I don't like him. I don't know why. He's yeah. one of her minions. So anyway, um, I think that... Uh, I think that, that they're playing Madam President, and, and I said this last week, and I'll say it again, I think she's a little in over her head, and it just goes to show how the CIA, how these guys work, that they can all manipulate one another, and I think we're going to see more of them manipulating one another to get what they want, so they don't have to go through Madam President. Right, circumvent this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like that. Because that was a subject that came up yet again in tonight's episode. What is it about certain deals that we don't have to go through the president and that's a big deal yeah to keep that kind of thing going so we're gonna see that i think that the more franny um the more uh they're trying to pull carrie into the situation the more she wants out the more she wants to spend time with her family the more she deserves to spend time with her family um but she's gonna you know she's gonna want to she's they're going to want her because she's good. She's badass. She's going to find more babysitters. Yes. <laughs> and as far as uh, Conlon is concerned, I think he's just super crooked and he really just wants to set this poor kid up. And poor Seku is going to really just kind of get the shit end of the stick with this situation. He's start getting cabin yeah. fever. A couple of notes about your predictions. Just throwing it out there. It's probably not something we'll see on the show. But wouldn't it be like interesting or funny um, if someone or Franny ends up being someone like... Um, like um, uh, the daughter, oh, I forgot her name from the first three seasons of the show. Um, what's her name? Wait, whose daughter? Um, Brody's daughter. I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember. I her forgot name. her name. She annoyed me for so long, but I kind of liked her. But I kind of I don't know. I was always on the fence. I don't know. Like you know, something someone who's dealing with like this parent who like has gone through, I don't know, I just see, like, little Franny growing up to be just like that oh, girl. You know what I mean? Oh, the older brat daughter, yes, yes, okay, 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 yeah, I don't remember her name, but... Yeah, I feel like she's gonna just like her. Um, okay. Any other last predictions before we wrap it up? Um, okay, so I also wanted to say that um, I think that, I, okay, Carrie's gonna give the president some kind of advice that's gonna have some kind of Reproduction, like, but like repercussion. repercussion, repercussion. Yeah. What am I saying? Um, and it's gonna—I don't know. 
it's going to be big. Like, she's going to tell her to do something, and maybe it'll be something that Dardal planted, or something that was, but it's going to, it's going to hit the fan. I guess we'll find out. And right? it'll be directly Carrie, because she told her present. All right, well, where can they find you guys? Um, me, you guys can be here. Okay, uh, Leslie Corral, you can find me on Twitter at Leslie L. Pena, or Instagram at Leslie Fafi. And after buzzers, thanks for watching. Remember to comment, tweet, etc. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Rick Hong. You can find me Miriam L. Gonzalez on Twitter, and you can find me on Instagram at Miriam G1. You can follow us here on AfterBuzz TV on Twitter. You can also go to AfterBuzzTV.com to watch all of your favorite AfterBuzz TV shows. And you can uh, download us on, on iTunes. You can watch us here on the YouTube feed. Talk to us. Tweet at us. Comment. We want to know what you guys think. Let us know what we missed, because I'm sure we missed something. And even during the week, too. If you have thoughts, you know, we'll check them out and talk about it next week. Yep, absolutely. Until next week, After Buzzers. We'll see you then. Bye. Later. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 